Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. I like to mix it up, especially in the food department. I've been known to serve culinary delights from several different cultures all at the same time. This piece explores what happens when we forget that some of everything is the best way to go. Mixed nuts. If you've listened to my podcast, you know I can get attached to one particular food in a way some might consider a fetish. Today, I'm enamored of nuts. Consider, how many cooking occasions call for one nut or another? How about snacking opportunities? Do they involve any nuts? Personally, I keep a more than healthy supply readily available because I never want to get cut short in the nut department. I guess you could say I'm nuts about nuts. However, there is a situation that worries and puzzles me, and that is the category of mixed nuts. I don't know why they call it mixed nuts when it's almost always peanuts. Maybe it's because peanuts are the nut of the working class. They're cheaper than other nuts and easily accessible, and you find them everywhere. In peanut brittle, peanut butter, cookies, toppings for ice cream, pad thai, and, sadly, in boiled peanuts served only in the South. I've tried this concoction three times, and I can assure you there is no amount of beer that can make cold, slimy, boiled peanuts palatable. But back to mixed nuts. Peanuts are mixed in with cashews, pecans, and almonds, and I suppose you could call that a kind of melange of nuts, but there's so many nuts left out, it's almost like segregation. I know mixed nuts are meant to confer most desirable, hence the higher price, but who gets to decide who's included and who's not? For instance, one never finds a walnut in the mix. They do double duty as fillers for cookies, plus they're just nice all by themselves. So I feel they deserve to have some attention paid to them. Have they been overlooked because they are a tad little less flavorful? How hurtful. And while I'm at it, where are the macadamia nuts? They come from Hawaii, one of our states, and should by all accounts be included. Also, hazelnuts. A wonderful contributor to many a dessert cookie is nowhere to be found. And finally, Brazil nuts, called a pejorative name in the South when I was growing up, rarely, if ever, make it into the mix. They're big and take up a lot of room, but then so does Brazil. I propose mixed nuts be renamed. Mixed nuts are a misnomer. They're a small selection of nuts, not an abundance of all the nuts that abound. We could call them our favorite nuts, although that does have an us and them quality to it. I say let all nuts be counted, whether they're from our country or not. After I wrote this paragraph, I thought I'd better do some research to make sure I wasn't making this up. What I wrote down was my recollection of mixed nuts in 1970, but that was a while ago. 
After investigating planter's nuts in 1970, I found my memory was accurate, but hold on to your hats because things have shifted dramatically since then. Today, mixed nuts, get ready for it, include no peanuts at all. Take a moment to let that sink in. I mourn the demise of this dependable, sturdy nut, and while it's still busy doing all it does, I have to guess it's feeling a little sad. What you will find in a can of mixed nuts today are the following. Cashews, almonds, Brazil nuts, pecans, and pistachios. I was thrilled to see Brazil nuts made the list almost like they were a pageant winner, but dismayed to see the addition of pistachios. Really? Pistachios are a holiday treat in my house, and I see no reason to include them in the vaulted mixed nut category. That'd be like including candy canes as a Halloween candy. You can imagine the chaos that would ensue from that substitution. Also, if you have to have pistachio, please purchase Persian ones. They're smaller, greener, and sweeter. Since pecans were included in 1970, and I know were treasured in our house at any time, I'm happy to see them still in the mix, as it were. I think we can safely say they have stood the test of time. Almonds, though, why? Unless they're imbued with hickory smoke or wasabi, they really have almost no flavor to me. Yes, they are substantial, but no one ever said they couldn't live without an almond except perhaps the most health-conscious of people who seem to eat them to a fault. Please don't think I'm trying to belittle anyone looking after their health, but if I had to pick an almond, it would be a Marcona from Spain. That dreadful skin on the almond that sticks in your teeth is gone from this treat, and we're free to experience the full flavor of the nut embellished with a tiny bit of salt. Yum! Pine nuts, basically not a nut of at all, is classified as a seed and will never be found in any gathering of nuts. They are much too delicate to survive the jostling most nuts get in a can and don't get any play at all in the baking department. Sure, use them to grace a salad, but don't try to serve them as an hors d'oeuvre when dinner is running late. They will surely disappoint. Currently, there are 11 listed varieties of nuts. Cashews, almonds, both plain and marcona, Brazil nut, pistachio, pecan, walnut, hazelnut, peanut, macadamia, and pine nut. Although, as we've covered their origin, I wonder who had the audacity to name them as a nut. I'm all for inclusion and think it's about time macadamias and walnuts stood up and demanded equal treatment. I think they could be part of an exotic nut mix, slipping easily into a can along with a few Brazil nuts to provide an international flavor the inevitable pecan, and if you must, a few pine nuts to provide representation for a lesser appreciated category. We could keep our beloved mixed nuts while eating other variations. We could appeal to different palates. Why not have a peanut-heavy category to satisfy beer drinkers? How about pistachio or pine nuts for the wine drinker? Marcona almonds can mingle almost anywhere, as does our Dear nut friend, the pecan. That leaves hazelnuts and cashews for our millennial friends who probably hadn't given much thought about this category. Although, once they get a whiff of how good nuts can be, 
they might just explore these alternatives. Being a bit of a nut myself, I'd like to advocate on behalf of nuts of all varieties. I say it's time to open up nuts to a wider public. Let nuts enjoy a wider variety of environs and experiences. You can do your part by putting together just the nuts you like and see which ones your friends pick out. What a conversation starter. Let freedom ring in the nuts department so that all of our nutty friends know they are appreciated. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.